Now, we're probably literally going to be crunching our way through this as well. I'm going to stop eating don't stop. Crisps are lovely. People love hearing the sound of crisps on a oh microphone. Oh my god, when my favourite murder ate a cake once on air, oh my god, my misophonia was off the charts. <laughs> right, go! Psst! Yeah, you. Have you ever had that moment when you've realised something's fucked up? Yeah, me too. Just when I was listening to the audio for this episode, I realised that somehow the microphone wasn't working. But we did get the audio off the computer microphone, which isn't ideal, admittedly, but it's better than nothing. So, apologies in advance for the quality of audio in this thing. Rest assured, it's not going to happen again. Just stick with us, listen away, and next week the sound quality is back to normal. Hi everyone and welcome to Swiped Out Club, your friendly guide to surviving the dating world. This week we're discussing first dates, how to arrange the venue, what to talk about and who pays. Buckle up, there's a lot to unpack here. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode three of Swiped Out. And as ever, I'm a dating dad and my name's Glenn and I'm here and I'm not alone. Um, except I'm not here because now it's the 5th of November, so this is a pre-record. I'm in New York City, bitch! New York! New York! Oh, I've got my hinge open and everything. Oh, that's horrific! <laughs> got my hinge open in New York, everyone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see if Jersey Guy gets in touch with his um, bottle of tequila who doesn't want a coffee with me. No, doesn't want a coffee. He's obviously a tea man, which obviously is a good thing. Mm, I'll be updating my Twitter so you can see if I do, in fact, get a date, but... I've got some fun stuff planned for New York. So this is obviously a pre-record. Yeah, because you're, you're doing a few things in New York. I'm you're going to like things. gigs and, and recordings of other podcasts. I'm doing all the dating. cheating on me. I, I'm cheating on, our, on us, aren't I? So I'm seeing, who am I seeing? So the Monday night, I'm seeing Lindsay Metzler. Metzler? Metzler. Metzler? You said the same word in like the same way four Metzler. times. Metzler. Metzler. You can say it however you want. I'm literally not going to disagree. Lindsay, I'm seeing her <laughs> record, we met, at, we met at Acme. God, you can't say that after eating a bag of crisps. <laughs> we met at Acme, dating podcast, on the Monday night. On Wednesday, I'm seeing my queen, Nikki Glazer. Mm-hmm. On... She is bloody funny. Oh my God, she's hilarious. She's, she's like, she's like funnier than me. She's so my cup of tea. Um, Thursday, I'm seeing Mary Beth Barone do her stand-up called Drag His Ass, which is about how to survive dating a fuckboy. <laughs> Hello! Yeah, I feel like there's, do there's you need a lot of audience participation, because <laughs> I'm the girl. And then on Friday, I'm seeing the amazing uh, Jared Freed and Jordana. Um, oh, you up! You up podcast. I'm so excited! They also asked for people um, to get in touch before the show to see if they wanted to be set up on a date and uh-huh. of course I said yes so at the moment of recording this I've not heard back from them but by the time I come back I, I could have been they will know who you are they'll know who I am so I, I yeah fingers crossed vote for me it could be me being set up with someone in New York so. they are bloody funny I've got to say so they're, they're, like I said they're, they're, they're certainly in the top 100 date podcast they're who we aspire to be right oh hell yeah love Jared and Jordana so that they will yeah for this podcast and they're one of the one of the few male female podcasts out there and soon to be there's, us there's a couple of male ones there's, there's mostly women ones where they just just say men all men are dicks mm-hmm. um and so yeah i love the male female dot even though they're cheating because they're, they're both in relationships yeah whereas we're both single still so who knows Sadly, so. don't remind me yet. don't remind me let's hope for so, yeah, so i'm not here no i am here He's definitely here. Um, I'm in New York right now, so get in touch. Let me know things to do. How can I get in touch with you? You can at me on Twitter and Instagram, swiped out girl, or you can email me swiped out girl at swipedoutclub.com. And if you are bored in the UK, then get in touch with me. I am a dating dad on Twitter, on Insta, and all those sort of things. And you can always email dating dad at swiped out club. So here we are, episode three, guys. This is a thing three. now. This is like third date material. Oh my god, we're yeah, almost serious. So we've done the apps, we've looked at your photo, we like you, we've looked at your bio, we like what you've got to say, you've slid into the DMs. 
Now we are arranging a first date. First dates are huge and so they're big. so massively kind of pressured because you've got to get it right. You've got that one opportunity to make that first impression. Otherwise, you're going to be screwed over. And I think, like you said, read the room. Like mm-hmm. if, if someone suggests a coffee, go for a coffee. Yeah, because if someone suggests if she a coffee, you... just, just let her know that she's probably not the girl for you. <laughs> And you're, you're, you're all you're after is some, you're a tequila person. You want to finish off the tequila on the drinks trolley. Mm-hmm. So, right, so you've you've decided on the first date. But don't forget, like we spoke about last week with Dick Pig Boy, it still can go wrong. Oh, like, yeah. We had the first date in the diary. You know what? If you've got the first date in the diary, don't send her a picture of your dick two days before. Y- yeah, that's own goal. Own goal. You're going to ruin it. I mean, I'll tell you, you put your foot in your happen. mouth, but you put your own dick in your <laughs> mouth. Your dick in your when you wanted it in my mouth Uh so fail (laughs) so first dates we kind of spoke about this last week should you like or how much should you text beforehand or do a call beforehand so i like texting I I, i like building up a bit of a rapport not giving everything away from the start but actually you need to know what sort of subjects you can and can't cover on that first date. Totally. It gives you a bit of this research in a way that you can't normally do. Now, for someone like me who doesn't stalk, I know you are a ninja. Whoa, whoa, you are whoa. a ninja stalker. You are I'm the, so good at it. You are stalk-tastic. But me, I'm, I'm someone, if, if I... If re- I was a Girl Scout, I'd have my stalking badge. <laughs> yeah, you would. Whereas me, I, I, if I, rem- I certainly remember the name. And I remember a few things about them, but I want to find it all out in person. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a blessing and a curse. Like, because I'll be going in there. I think there's a there's a meme that goes around on Instagram now and then with a girl and a guy on a first date, mm-hmm. and the girl's thinking to herself, Don't let him know you stalked. Don't let him know you stalked. <laughs> and then the guy says, So my aunt, and she goes, Jane or Linda, that's me. <laughs> the amount of intel that I have in my brain that I don't uh-huh. have to keep quiet on a first date. I know where you were Christmas 96, you know? <laughs> I know where you got for Christmas. I know where you went on your birthday. I know you went to Bunga Bunga. I know what you sang on karaoke. You, you can't hide these things. Now, for some people... You'll slip up. They've got, they've got like, generic sort of names. The John Smiths of this world. And so they can hide amongst the crowd. For me, I've, I'm literally, undeniably, the only person with my name in history. And so every single Wouldn't mention of me... me on the internet is me. I can't pretend that was somebody else. But I find it really weird that there are people that literally aren't mentioned anywhere on the internet. Oh, they're hiding something. Like I, I don't trust them. Okay, current Hinge guy. I've not got an update for you on Marseille boy, guys, because obviously this is a pre-record. But another guy that I'm talking to on Hinge doesn't have social media, and I How? literally feel like someone How old has is he? lobbed... A grenade of kryptonite at Superman. I have my, no superpowers. My nan has only just got on Facebook, but she's my mum's on Facebook. My nan's like seventy nine years yeah. old. My so mum's on Facebook. I can understand why she's only just getting on board. But if he's a human male, like under the age of seventy, they should have some sort of fucking social media. He's forty. Hang on, let me read you his actual message. I, I just it was like just in passing, and I said to him. Are you on Instagram? Because I like to have a snoop, right? Mm-hmm. I like to have a little snoop. Yeah, I've heard this. It's been known. He said, I'm a social media pariah. I have a Facebook account. Oh my God, there's back crisps everywhere. I have a Facebook account, but barely. I looked. What he means is, it's just not been updated for ages. I don't think he's real. I don't think he's real. He also doesn't have Sky Sports. That, no, that whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. Red flag. No, no, he should have Sky Sports. You're a guy that lives alone, you're 40. What is he doing with his free time? You say that you like football and yet you don't have Sky Sports. If you like football, you will have either Sky Sports or BT Sport or Amazon. You, you will watch football. Look. A, is a he a few, season ticket holder? Does he go to every match in he's person? He's a London-based Man United fan. So, but what I find really bizarre, like, Obviously, everyone's response has been, he's hiding something, Mm -hmm. he's married. Yeah, he is. I don't even think it's that. I think he's just really boring. (laughs) What would you write? What's preferable? Married or just fucking boring? Right now, like, I can work with that. Boring, I can't help you. (laughs) But, like, I've messaged him the other day, like, 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. No, it must have been about 12. At 9 o'clock, he was still last seen at midday, like, who doesn't get a message not, all He's not day. real. He is not real. It's either a burner phone, but normally you don't have WhatsApp on those. They're just a green text situation. Uh, okay. But he's got WhatsApp on it. Who doesn't either have an incoming or an outgoing message for nine hours? In this day and age, if I didn't have WhatsApp, I don't know how I would keep in touch with people. 
I don't understand. Like, even my boss texts me on WhatsApp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and this is a Saturday. Like, what are you doing all day? And this is, the thing is, all the flags are waving because even if he is real, is that a man that you could actually date? No. You could see through our, like, not just a first date, but several dates with. How are you going to arrange things with Like, him? don't get me wrong, my ex was like, his weapon of choice was Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I want to discuss this in a, in a later episode again, because we're going to get off topic again. But I don't think a lot of guys have the balls to go out to a girl in a club. No, we don't. Ask for their number. Anymore. No, we don't. However, what he did, he found a little loophole. You want Instagram? So you get their Instagram account. Uh-huh. You follow them. Does that work? It's, it's all, it's because it's quite soft. It's like a soft stalk, you know? Okay. You want Instagram? Oh, cool. You add them, they accept you, you add them back, then you slide into the DMs. Oh, I love a slide. Ask them for a phone number. Just, it's worth actually saying what a slider is, because we take it for granted, because, you know, we know what that is. What would you, how would you describe a slider? Well, there's, you've got the hard slide or the soft slide. So the soft slide, we're just adding someone. Mm -hmm. The hard slide, liking every single picture they've uploaded oh see that's a reply boy yeah because then when you get your notifications it's glenn has liked this photo glenn has liked this photo glenn has liked this photo what you're then meant to do right if i show an equal amount of interest back i then like back 10 of your photos then once you know that i equally literally like you then you could slide into the dms and be like hey because it's almost like i've i've up to the drawbridge. See, now I thought that, that, that a slider was more someone who went in dry. Just bam, straight into it. Proper, just go straight in there. Bam, into not, your DMs. Not, not if you're clever about it. If you're clever about it, you like the Men pictures first. Men are not clever. First. Men are not clever. If you, like, if you like my picture, I like your picture. You like my picture. I, what, is this a fucking playground? Yes. You're pulling my pigtails. You're pulling my <laughs> Instagram pigtails. Never go how, back. Do not like a photo from nine months ago. I'm going to say, how far weird, back can you go? Very weird. There is this, right, there's this guy that I know and he's mm. just started seeing this girl. And I looked at his Instagram page. She has gone back and liked every photo oh, he's uploaded. That is psycho. Hang on. For the last three years. That is psychopathic. However, she is... Unless he's only uploaded two photos. I mean, he's not a heavy Instagram user. Not like super... There's probably, in those three years, 25 photos, Right. However, well, that's, that's okay then. That's however, there's a caveat. She hasn't liked any photos where he's with another girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she's liked the picture of him with his mum, uh-huh. with his sister, with his nephew, any solo pictures mm-hmm. on a holiday. As soon as there's a girl, like him, like off his face, like in Vegas, baby, yeah. with his younger. Oh, she's not like that one. <laughs> she's quite literally. Figuratively oh, and I metaphorically, love how petty that is. Not liked that one. God, I love the pettiness. So I think if you're gonna, my friend claims Instagram is her best dating app. She's really? Not, yep. She's not on any of the apps. She'll get the DM slides. But the only way that is you she, can is do she that, attractive though? Yeah, she's cute. Well, there, that's the issue. She's very cute. She's on TV. TV presenter. So lots of people is know she her. You got a number? Yes, and yes. Ding, 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 jackpot. <laughs> but with, with the DM slide to be safe, yeah, it's like. I like you, you like me, I like you, you like me. Once you're like, yeah, okay, she's she's liking my pic. Every time I like one of hers, okay. she's like one of mine back. How about if you're liking hers and she doesn't like yours back? Don't slide into the DMs. No? If you like 10 you of her photos bold. and she doesn't like it back and you can see that she's then been active, i.e. she's uploaded to her story or her squares. Yeah. So she's she's been online, she's... Don't slide in. But if it's like a little tete-a-tete, you like, I like, you like, I like. I say the way is clear to slide in. That's a soft slide. Okay. If you're hard sliding. Yeah, you're going dry. If you're like, hi, I've seen you. Or, or, or if you've done like a location tag. So if we were in the same bar one night. Yeah. And you've done like a geo tag search. And you're like, that's that girl. That's weird. That's then stalky, stalky slide. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Off topic again. Off topic, Claxon. <laughs> First date. But bloody useful. Oh, because you, you're trying to set up that first date. We're gonna you... we're gonna park this in um, the stalking episode, which is oh, where I earn my money. Jesus Christ! I need to learn about this stalking. Yeah, I'm so stalking good. is huge. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that episode. I told you in episode one how to reverse image search. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, there's plenty more where that came from. So, but first, first dates, dates, first dates, first dates are massive. And my problem with first dates is, as a man, you're basically expected to do 
everything. You're expected firstly to be asking them on the first date and setting up that date. Then you're expected to choose the time, the location, the date, the activity. You're expected to basically choose everything without knowing much about her. What you've left out there, which is interesting, I'm going to talk about it. Are you also expected to pay? Yes. I, I did a thing, I did a, a post on this recently because there was a survey done that said the cost of dating. And the cost of dating over the course of the year was about 1300 quid, which is a lot of money. But actually, for a guy, that's going cheap. Mm -hmm. A typical date for a guy can cost anywhere from 70 quid up to 150 quid for a date. See, now this is interesting because I'm guessing you're basically talking about the cost on the date, right? Uh, and the prep of it as well. You've got, you got to buy clothes to go there. And interesting. After right? shaving all that sort I'm of talking... shit, you average that out and it costs a fortune. Manny Peddy blow dry. I've, um, I've done a hundred quid already. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I get that. I, and dates aren't cheap. Dates aren't cheap. But if you turned up without a mani and a pedi or a blow dry, that's, he wouldn't notice. We're not going to notice. I would notice. Yeah, you would notice, but for the guy, I we wouldn't, wouldn't feel care my best, so much. I wouldn't feel like I was living my best life. Yeah, if you turned up to a date and the guy didn't pay for the other things, the date ain't fucking happening. Well, funny you say that, Glenn, because I've got some stories. For you. <laughs> So, we'll forget dick pic boy because that date never happened. Right. So, <laughs> there was this guy we'd arranged to meet mm -hmm. and I was on the fence so he, he didn't get the full-on cocktail hour date. Right? Okay. He got Did the lunchtime coffee? coffee screen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? So, we've met in this bar. Uh, I text him from the station. Yeah. We met at like, King's Cross where we met for our coffee. Nice. Right? Love a bit of King's Cross. So all very we'll, gentrified. We'll meet, we'll meet under the, uh, the, the bird Bring cage. Bring a carnation. Yeah, all sort that shit. shit. Yeah. So I text him and I say, I'm at the station. Mm -hmm. Let me know if you're in the coffee place and I'll leave. If not, I'll just carry on shopping for a bit. Yeah. So he writes back. I'm literally at the counter. Now, my bio at the time said something about that I had a soft spot for a good mocha and a banana bread, right? Okay. So he put, I'm at the counter now. So I put, mocha and a banana bread, question mark, asking like, is that what you've got me? Because I, th I think we'd, we'd spoken about it as well previously. So, you know, what he heard was, are you buying yourself a mocha and a banana bread? Right, so he wrote back something like that. And I was like, okay. So anyway, I've got a wriggle on, got out of the station, got to the place. I go in, the downstairs bit is literally just the counter for food, drink, payment, blah, blah, blah. Upstairs is the seating area. Yep. So I go in, he's not at the counter anymore. I walk up, there he is, sat there quite merrily with his own little coffee. Nice. Already smashed down half a slice of cake. So I'm just sort of standing there and I look at in him. In a romantic lady in the tramp way where he's expecting you to, to eat the other half and kiss him halfway? God, I hope not. He, oh, We'll just park the fact that he was wearing a crushed purple velvet suit. Whoa! And Whoa, sweet coat. child of mine. We cannot park that shit. I'm sorry, was he Prince? I wish we could park was it because I popped it out. He, he also had a lot, a lot of, like, jewellery on, but, like, that, like, what is that material that's, like, black, like, string with, like, silver, pretty, like, gothy. Okay. So he's wearing a purple suit. Purple Ruffles. Suit. No ruffles. You just add, you just <laughs> purple suit, purple waistcoat, purple trousers. So this is three crushed velvet, suit, okay. Black shirt, some sort of black jewellery. Like, FYI, guys, like, rocks have never been a precious stone. No. Or neither has black thread. So, And even if it sure, is, don't fucking wear it. It's a Bold move. I mean, that's a lot of look for a first date. Oh, I mean, yeah. he was an actor, but very like... It was a lovey. A lovey, darling. 100. Right? I think more lovey than Brad Pitt. Right? <laughs> so I walk in and I'm just like standing there. And I said, oh, do they do they come round and take your order? And he went, no, no, you've got to go back downstairs and order yours. So he made you go and order your own food? And I went, then that's where I'll be. Mm -hmm. And I got downstairs and I was like... Fuck, I left my handbag upstairs. If I oh, had it with me... Rookie era. I would have been out the door. Now, park that. Caveat time. 
I have worked, I worked, used to work in Dalston, very trendy, very gentrified. Yep. I paid £7 for a coffee all day long. A girl can buy her own coffee. That is not the issue. I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. You go, girlfriend. However, what we've always said before, guys, your first date, your app, your profile, this is your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. A girl texts you and says she's at the station. I don't care if it was my mum, if it was my boss, if I was meeting Glenn, I would text them back and say, I'm at the counter, what do you want? Yeah, it's, it's kind of basic. It, you, you're not, you're your not buying boots. diamonds. Fill your boots with your coffee. And he's literally sitting there warping down his own cake. It was like, yeah, yeah, you got to go back downstairs for yours. It's, it'd be, I, for me, it would be different if you got there and he said, oh, I, I just wanted to make sure I got your order right. So tell me what you want, I'll go grab it like, for you. Command the room. Be a man, call the waiter over, be like, oh, hey. My... Yeah, no clicking. No, no, no. Hey, garçon. Come over here. Never click the help, you know, don't do that. <laughs> but then, like, equally, I went on a date with a guy who was American, lawyer, perfectly fine. Get in there, order two drinks. Not perfectly fine, he was American. I mean, he was very dull. Like, so we'll get on to that. <laughs> the girl comes over. Um, he's. We've both finished our drinks. There are quite clearly two, count, two empty glasses on the table at this point from from the previous tenants of the table no, house so we, we've had one we've okay. had one drink both our glasses are now empty yep yep he calls the waitress over yep and then he says oh i'll get another blah 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 whatever he was having and then sends her away and i'm sat there like oh wait a minute. so no no just guess i'm not can having I just back another up a one then so so she's come over yep He's ordered for himself. He's got his. And not even thought about what you might want. He's literally like, can I have another JD and Coke? And then I'm literally like, uh, oh, and my and she's gone. Okay, now, I, I, I'm no Casanova, but even I think that is a bit of a fucking dick move. But at this point... The, that the is way, li little way, dick power. The way that I go into dates is, I always, I, I never, I, I always assume that we're splitting the bill. If good, he, if he good, pays, good, good. That's a whole bonus. separate question that we can come on to in a bit. Cool. If he pays, bonus, winning. But I, I would never be like, I'll have the lobster and the caviar mm -hmm. and I'll have this wine and blah, blah, blah. You prepare, you prepare yourself to pay your half. 100%. So if you're ordering a drink, hey, get me a drink as well because I'm paying for it, mm -hmm. I assume. Now, right? for, for, for me, in terms of paying, I'm happy. It's one of those weird things where I'm... I'm always happy to pay until I know the other person isn't happy to pay their half. Yes. If they, as soon as I even suspect that they're expecting me to pay, their entitled mindset, that's the moment when I just say, no, no, not interested. We're paying halves here. Yeah. But as soon, uh, if they're prepared to pay their half, then actually I'm okay to offer to pay mine. See, the th paying is such a minefield because as well, I always feel like, like I've said, I go in with the expectation of going halves is, it, however, if a guy then pays like this guy did, mm -hmm. as we've left, because when I eventually got my second drink, because I had to call the waitress yeah. over and be like, I wouldn't mind a drink. The bill came over and he was like, no, 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 I've got this. I put my card down. It came back at me. Fine. Not a problem. Sure. Thank you very much. We get out of sight and he's then standing there and he, and he was he was looking at me as if to be like, oh. Come on, I bought something here. Yes. I've, I've paid for this. I'm expecting he, something from you. He looked at me so shocked, like, you're going home? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going home. Like, I cost more than a $20 cocktail, which you didn't even fucking order for me. $20? Where the fuck were you? He was American. Uh, he was, it was like dollars. Damn for like, it. Like... Coming over here. Stealing our women. our coffee. Not getting our drinks in. <laughs> but it was literally... There, there was that moment where he literally, like, he had his arms outstretched as if he like, Hello, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what? So that's weird. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm well aware that I earn a, a decent wage, and so when I, I'm fairly okay with that side of things. Yet I've dated women who have quite literally earned three times. They've been global heads of international banking corporations. It must be so weird for a guy when a girl earns more than them. I'll admit. It was quite clear that no matter how much I earned, she earned way more. At no stage in my entire life has a woman offered to pay for everything. 
That's so weird. Like, I can't imagine the power flip that occurs when the woman earns more than the man. Yeah, because it's not, it's not, I would be happy for her to do it, or I would say no, or anything. I'd still want to go 50-50, but it just never has been a thing where the woman has thought, you know what, I know I earn a lot more than you, so I'm going to pay for whatever this is. I know that I had a, I got a private jet back because yesterday I was meeting with the Australian Prime Minister, and so I had to come fly back in in order to go on a state. Therefore, that says something about a power dynamic. Mm. Yet, I'm still going to expect you to pay for the cocktails. Yeah. How is that a fucking thing? But then, equally, I feel there are some times where if I take a guy somewhere where I know people or I've sorted out the tickets and I've done this and I've done that and I've made my kind of power play, I find like men don't like that. Oh, I'd love it. I, I would be so, so switched on if a woman actually was able to do something, set something up that I definitely couldn't do myself. That would be so exciting as a thing. I think that says a lot more. I think you're in the minority. I think there are a lot more men that would be like, so how did you get this then? How do you know him? Yeah, and that, that's amazing. Like, how do you, I don't know this person. That's incredible. How, how can you set this up? I'm so impressed by you. No, that is not the majority. And that would make me think, okay, well, if you've impressed me that much, how can I then impress you in a different way? Because obviously I've got different th- connections, different yeah. things I do. Um, so I would want to take you somewhere that actually you were uh, kind of surprised by. I think that a lot of men, though, I think, well, look, it, what you put out, you get back, right? And if you're the kind of guy that is like, how do you know this guy? How did you get those tickets? How did you sort this out? You must have fucked him. That's where the Whoa, guy's brain no, is going. Back, no. But you're not that guy. So what? you don't understand that. That is what a lot of men would think. But, but they're the sort of men who think that women literally have, only have value in terms of sex. That Exactly my point. So if, if you're thinking that, that's therefore then what you think of me. If, if you're like, well, you've only got this if you've like put out. Like, how do you know that guy? How have you got these tickets? Yeah, you're not allowed to be a professional. A fucking professional with skills and yeah, talents and exactly. connections. But that says more about the guy than it does about the girl. Do, do if, you, if you can be like, yeah, I'd be like super proud of my girl if she could do that. I, I'm looking, and I've always said this, I'm looking for my Michelle Obama. And knowing full well that Michelle Obama, no matter the fact that fucking Barack was the president of the United States, and in my opinion, one of the greatest presidents, if not the greatest president of my lifetime at the very least, he should be on fucking Rushmore or whatever it is. He was awesome. She is still the better half of that partnership. Was that that quote about behind every great man is a great woman, right? She is a greater woman. She's incredible. I would love to be in a situation where I was with someone who could open doors that I couldn't open. Knowing that I can open doors that she can't open. Knowing that we are on par. We are both the best versions of ourselves because the other person was part of it. It's like what we said the other week about partnership, not relationship. Mm -hmm. Like partnership, I think, is such a stronger word. Like... You you will accentuate the things that I'm like not as as great at and and help me and then I'll lift you up in times and when you challenge as well. You're yes, gonna tell make me when someone be better. And yeah. yeah, they would be telling me a lot. <laughs> to be fair, but I think we we spoke the other week. Like I'm definitely a, I'm, I'm a huge texter. Like I can chat shit all mm-hmm. day long. But I have a friend who was like, no, you organise the date. That's it. Do not speak again until then. I can't do that. For me, first dates are the first physical interaction with someone. So you want to chat to them, you want to meet them, you want to, like we were talking about it you, uh, uh, a few weeks ago, you, you need to know how they move, how they act, their body language. Are they as confident in person as they appear online? Because that is a fundamental difference. There's the amount of times when I've been chatting to someone, it's easy to, to chat someone up when you're doing it via text. Oh, because you've keyboard got those warriors, times, right? Yeah. We're all, like, brave behind the keyboard. But then you meet them in person and you haven't got those few minutes to craft your witty reply. And you've got to be absolutely on it from that second. And you're not as funny as you thought you were because, actually, you've got to respond in the moment. But look at what we spoke about last week, Dick Peak Boy. I was 48 hours away from going on a date with him. Yeah. If I hadn't been texting him... I would have been going on a date with a guy that sends dick pics. Oh, like, if I hadn't yeah. have got... Like, he was that close to getting the date. He was you, so close. You say that close, like an inch with your fingers, and that's probably as big I'm as his dick as well. centimetre. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. Yeah, I, did, he, I didn't so see his dick So close, pic. and he fucked it up. So, so you need... Before a first we, date... Weed out the psychos. And this, this is, again, one difference between Britain and America. You need that pre-date chat to make sure they're not a... Fucking knobhead. Yes. You I'm... need to make sure 
that that you've got the same political ideals that they don't support Arsenal. But uh, yeah, you don't you don't want you don't want to go here anywhere with as negative as that. You need to make sure you're on the same sort of page. I must say, in terms of like topics, so the the guy that didn't order me the drink, yeah, so I'd love that. Like, I I don't give a shit if we're splitting the bill. Like, I can't be a feminist on one hand and want equality, but then expect to pay on the other. I yeah. get that. Cool. Happy to split the bill, but. I expect you to be a man and be chivalrous and say, and whatever the la- lady's having. Like, do do that at least. Like, Would you be okay being called the lady? I'd love that. Just, like, command the room. Like, take control. Look like you're in control of the shit that's going on around here. And Get I, the waitress I, over. Order the drinks. And I would feel the same. If I was with a woman, actually, and she was just shy, and I was kind of, like, saying, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing that, and she was like, oh, well, whatever you think is best. Whatever you like. Yes, you yeah, coming to I'll America. Be, I'll just... I'll just, yeah, whatever you think. I'll just, yeah, okay. You're not the woman for me. Yeah. I need a woman who's actually able to, you know what? I want an old-fashioned. Okay, fine, great. We'll get you a fucking old-fashioned. That's the same with, like, topics. I've always been a big fan of, like, thinking I can talk about whatever the topic is in the room. Mm -hmm. So if I walk into a room and everyone's talking about opera, and I know diddly about opera. Oh, I love the opera. I'd be more than happy to go out to someone and say, I've never been, what's a good one that you'd recommend to a beginner? Like, mm-hmm. what's a good one that I could understand? I can carry out a conversation about anything. So I could not sit opposite someone for two hours going, oh, I don't know, I don't really like <sighs> it. You've got to have an I opinion. Have an opinion on everything. Even if your opinion is, oh, I don't know, but I'm really interested in finding out more. Yeah. Like, and, show and, me that you're yeah. inquisitive about life, you know? like That devil's advocate position. I love saying, you know, oh, what do you think about that? Or these people say these things, and is that true? Have a fucking opinion. Have a grow up here. But so, th- so this guy, Mister No Drink, we'll call him. We sa- we had oh, it was so weird. I can't explain it. We had loads in common in terms of. Oh, you've been to Cuba. I've been to Cuba. You liked it. Me too. Cool. Oh, you like the West Wing. I like the West Wing as well. Cool. Yeah. Nice. We just we spent all night talking about topics. You know. <sighs> I want to spend three hours with someone. Agreeing on a whole load of nothing. If I find that I agree with, if I I dated someone and she agreed with everything, now some people say, "Oh, that's magnificent." I mean, you're on the same page. For me, it was horrendous. There's no challenge. Where where are you going to say? Actually, I I I think something different to that. Where's the challenge to me? Where's the conversation? Where where are you going with this? You need the back and forth. You need the patter. You need the like the little like. Oh yeah, well you would say that, but like like. Turn my brain on. Yeah, Do you know and I, what I, mean? I, I don't mind if I fundamentally disagree with you on some things. There are there are a few things that I I will say I couldn't date someone who had that. It's so why if I found out and I've you know been on fucking telly on this. If I found out someone was a Brexiteer, I in this day and age I still probably couldn't go through with a second date with them. If I found out on a first date you fundamentally support Brexit, then you know what we're not compatible. Yeah, but long term this isn't going to work. But you don't know that. Unless you have conversations, you don't know those sorts of things unless you actually bring them up and have a chat. So, so about what? Them. What if? What if she said to you, um, "I'm pro Brexit, and this is why." I'd, and I'd she, be fascinated. And she put in some like good arguments, and then we'd have a discussion. However, if knowing what she <laughs> said, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's in my mind there are no, and this is a, a kind of one of those political ideals, but I know that in my mind there are no possible benefits that outweigh the negatives for that subject. And so I couldn't date someone who felt that way. There are very few topics where on a date, if I, on a first date, if I found those out, then I'd think that even if I dated a Woolwich fan, I'd be thinking, you know what? I could possibly date someone who supported the dark side because we'd only argue a couple of times a year. <laughs> Twice. But yeah, plus the cups. When we beat and, you. Uh, no, yeah, when we beat you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I could get over that. There are some things which are fundamental, which I want to find out early so I don't waste my time. So here's something that I want to... So the the pre-first date, do you... Would you expect a confirmation of the date that morning? Of the date that morning? Maybe not... not Looking forward to seeing you later. I I, I would always offer that because... You you would send that? Yeah, I've been burned so many times. I've been stood up so many times that it becomes fucking painful. Stood up when I'm already at the place or when I'm on the way to the place or whatever. They just go quiet or they disappear or 
I've had. Oh, I'm. I'm. Re- I went out with the girls last night, and I'm really hungover. It's like. See, I, I'm a big fan of, if you're both kind of not feeling it, what they call the UMBs, the unspoken mutual blowout. Yeah. Just when neither of you text. That's okay. Yeah. If, when, when you're both feeling it, go for the UMB. Yeah. And the only way back from that, a few days later, you have to do the whole, i going mad, or... Did we have something in the dome mm-hmm. for money? And then you had to also faint ignorance. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we did. Totally forgot. Oh, I'm You're so sorry. Yeah, okay. This Let's put something never, else in the diary. Yeah, this date is never happening. Yeah. That I'm a big fan of that when you're kind of like, if you're both on the fence, the UMB is great. But you've got As to say girl, something. I would, I would expect to text. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be that asshole that will sit there and be like, I'm not sending it. But I'll expect the guy to send if, it. If I don't get something at li- either the day before or send or receive something, some sort of confirmation that this is happening either the day before or the day of, then I'm assuming it's not happening. Plus, I think for a girl as well, if you've got hair, nails, everything booked, we're going to need that confirmation. Guys, send the confirmation. We've got shit booked in. It's expensive getting ready. Do, do you think it makes a difference on the first date if you were set up by mutual friends yes. or if it was an app? Yeah, because if it's an app, then you know you're never going to see them again. You'll be holding to no one. If it's mutual friends, then actually you've got there, there's skin in the game that other people care about. Jared Free does a good bit about this on You Up, where he says like, back in the day you were set up by an aunt or your godmother, and you were beholden to them. Mm-hmm. If you were an asshole on the date, you're not going to again. What 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 do we call it? The bossa nana. Uh, bossa nana. Bossa nana. Yeah. If if you're not accountable to anyone, you're just ghosting them sleeping with them, never seen them again. If you have to explain yourself to your aunt, oh yeah, I fucked her, never called her again. Yeah. Peace, and you're out of there. <laughs> you're not going to say that to your aunt or your nan or your boss or whoever met you up. But on Tinder, block, delete, move on. Like, uh, But it's bye-bye. also a thing, because we're talking about Tinder and apps and so on. Actually, some of the dates I've been on have been arranged by matchmakers. And you have that same sort of thing, where you're thinking... I. Yes, I may not want to go on a date with them, but I need to be polite enough because these other people who have got nothing to do with like kind of my life in general, but actually are trying to set me up with people. If I fuck her over, then they're not going to set me up with anyone else either. Have you, have you ever been on a matchmaking service? No, but I looked at them. They're like hundreds, if not thousands of pounds. Yeah, I got approached by, by one company and they said, okay, in order to set you up for six dates, just set you up, not actually pay for the dates, not guarantee anything, but to in order to swipe and match you for six dates, they were going to try to charge me £2,700. £2,700? For six people? Just to swipe. I can swipe for my fucking self for that swipe sort of money. Free. Especially, and, and, and this is one of the few areas where guys have got it easy. Because, you know, you women have got it easy when it comes to, to being paid more for doing less work and to sure. have all the power and oh, sure. all this sort of stuff. And all. But other than that, men don't get signed up to dating things. Men tickets don't sign up, don't sell out very often. And men on matchmaking services, not only do they not um, have many men signing up to matchmaking services, but having been to some of them, the quality of men is relatively low. There's a reason they are paying to be set up with women. Mm. Yet, whereas the women who sign up to these things, they're, they're yeah. incredible. They're trying to find someone. And so, actually, why are they trying to charge £2,700 when actually they're desperate for men to get on board anyway? I think there, there are some, um, like you say, like professional matchmakers in New York that don't charge the woman. They just charge the man. The really? Woman, the, the woman is on the books. It's kind of the other way around in the UK. Yeah, so, so you, you pay your $3,000 to some mm-hmm. New York matchmaker... So they've got all the men on the books. The women then sign up for free. And it's like, Glenn, I've got a great girl for you. It's like ladies' night. Ladies' night every night. Would you, at the end of the first date, when, if there's going to be one, when do you believe in booking in the next date? There oh, then? For me, it's, if things were going spectacularly, then I would say it verbally. If not, then... But, but like, a, like a soft approach? Yeah, oh, it would be sometime. Yeah, exa- exactly that. And then you'd follow up in a text. For me, there, there are rules. There are so, so many rules say, oh, don't message the lady uh, until the next day or something like that because you come across as desperate. I want the text you know while what? I'm in the Uber on the way home. Fuck the rules. I don't believe that. Who rule. the fuck cares about what these rules are? Who wrote these rules? Some weird hitch person. 
if I want to see someone again, I'm going to message them straight away because I don't want them spending any time from the, the second they stop seeing me to the next time they hear from me. They could be swiping left, right and centre. They could yeah. be having other conversations. I want to be saying, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I really like you. I'm not playing games. I want to see you again. The, the last good first date that I had, but the relationship ultimately ended in disaster. The first date was amazing. And there, and it was a it was a setup. So I it was my boss's best friend, and yep. he set us up. And then, yeah, nothing could go wrong with that. Uh, no, this is this is gonna go swimmingly. How many penises were seen? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> so in my Uber on the way home, he sent me a screenshot of what he'd sent his mate. Oh yeah, so okay. a mutual friend. Yeah. So instead of like, hi, great to meet you, blah blah. blah he just sent me a screenshot of him saying to my boss, i.e. his best friend, um, just left, she's amazing, where have you been hiding her, can't wait to see her again. How drunk was he? Pretty intoxicated. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's a lot of drinks had. <laughs> and so rather than like, so it was almost like just, just dipping his toeing, you know. He yeah, wasn't yeah. saying it for himself, he was like. But he was saying he said it to someone else. Exactly. It wasn't like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this to your face and embarrass yeah. myself, but this is what I've said about you yeah. to someone that we both care See, about. I quite like that. That's you, good. Yeah. Right? I mean, it lasted two weeks, but fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. But still, you know, you played it well. As, as a first date ender, I thought I thought I played a blinder. He was like, you're going to come back to my place. And I was like, look, I'll tell you now, I'm not that girl. Where did it take you on a first date? Because that, that's a big deal. We went to Nightjar in Shoreditch. Not like, tell me about Nightjar. Bar. Oh, cocktail. I, see, cocktails I love. I drank out of a giant silver owl. Owl? Owl, as in cuckoo. Okay. <laughs> a huge owl he's got a bit I mean we were as we say in, in England bollocks you were absolutely wankered I was absolutely off my trolley and again we'll come to red I'm sure there'll be a whole episode on red flags yeah. we were the best couple in there and mm-hmm. we'd just met so we'd had the pre-phone call for an hour and a half okay you've laid the groundwork so it was perfect um, very very junk and literally like he had me belly laughing mm-hmm. and that is so important to me like my sides hurt there was this like bald guy next to us he kept slapping him on the head oh jesus yeah oh, oh. just park that we're coming back to that right? yeah that, 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 that doesn't sound good to be right. fair and then we got we got talking to these guys and they were like we can't work you two out because she's stunning you look like a fuck up why are you together and i, kept, <laughs> I keep hearing you tell her that you're a millionaire and he was like no, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm just like joking. I'm I'm winding her up. We were laughing at all the other couples in the bar and got uh-huh. imagine being them. We were pretending where they'd come from, what date they that were sounds on. Sounds like a good date. It was a great date, right? However, even in the taxi on the way home, I mean I was gone, like hook, line and sinker, smitten. Best first set that I've had for ages. But part of me was like, I don't want you slapping bald people on the head. Yeah, that's when weird. you're my husband. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not gonna can I take you to a wedding? Can I introduce you to my parents? Can I, you're going to slap Uncle Phil, aren't you? I, I got the feeling that he was that guy uh-huh. every night. Wedding nights, bar mitzvahs, mm-hmm. birthdays, anniversaries. He would be slapping ball people on the head all the time. And when it's all like fun and games on the first date, you're like, oh, you're fun. I'm sure we'll revisit this guy in later episodes <laughs> when we come to Red Flags. It was, a, it was a great first date, but are you my forever guy? Yeah. Probably not. So I think there's a lot from... You can have a great first date that doesn't necessarily mean that's the guy that you're going to marry. What was the best first date you've ever been on? I'm sorry to say, but it probably was that one. Bloody hell. So a bald-slapping man who pretended <laughs> to be... Lied to you about being a millionaire. That's your best first date. Fellas, step it up. It's more about the vibe. Like When I, when I said, like, let me see how you move... like. If I'd have been sober, mm-hmm. that would not have been a fun first date. Okay. But like the next morning, you know, it, and it, they're called red flags for a reason. Because at the time you're like, I'm just, just going to put a post-it on that yeah, huh? and revisit that behaviour. Because I'm not totally sure I'm cool with that. It was fun at the time, but I'm not sure your marriage material. See, now, one of my, one of my favourites, we actually crashed a wedding. So again. Great first date. That's quite a good one. Yeah, so we was at this bar, um, a country clubby type place, and we went there because it was kind of equidistant between us, and we, we had several drinks, played a lot of pool, 
And then we noticed outside there was a bouncy castle. And I can't see a bouncy castle and not want to jump on it. And I don't care. I'm 30. I'm now 39 years old. This was a couple of two years ago. I don't care. I still want to jump on a fucking bouncy castle. Not a bouncy castle. And so we invaded the bouncy castle. And then found out it was a bouncy castle because there was a wedding next door in the other part of the country club. So they had good music. They were playing a bit of George Michael. I love a bit of George Michael. So we just went in and just danced a bit of George Michael and um, met the family. And no one in a wedding ever knows everyone else. So you can no, just... No, you could be like old cousin Glenn. As long as all you do is say, oh, do you know the bride or groom? And if they say bride, you say, oh, yeah, I know the groom. And as long as you just go in confidently, no one gives a shit. How, how much do you think you should reveal about yourself on a first date? Uh, I think you should reveal a, you should never tell lies, Mm -hmm. but never reveal everything because there's, you've got, you've got to work out where the other person is in things. Yeah. You've got to work out where your synergies are, where your values lie in the same way, and then come up with a kind of a happy medium between what you tell them and what's real. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. I don't think you should ever lie. I think. Like admitting the fact that you've got kids or something like that. Oh, I, yeah, I went, on, I went on a first date with someone. It's literally the uh, was it second or third date I'd ever been on as a single man. This was after my marriage had kind of finished and I was just starting to learn how to do things. And I didn't know whether to tell him about whether I had kids or not because I hadn't decided. I just, I genuinely just didn't know because as a man and as a parent, you don't have that information on the internet. It's not do this, do that. I hadn't told her I had kids, but I knew I was going to tell her. So on the first date, after a couple of cocktails, I said I, I'd mentioned the fact I had kids, and she was she looked shocked, and she was very much, oh, that's the sort of thing you should probably say in advance. You should probably tell me that sort. Of, okay, yeah, and so we had a nice date. We had another date. We had a, several dates. We ended up with a, a lovely relationship, um, and it was only after about seven or eight dates she. Told me, oh, she had a confession before she'd met me. She'd done a bit of stalking, and oh, she had. She absolutely knew I had kids before I'd even. All, all she wanted me to do was make. She wanted to see if I would mention it and I would bring it up. Because if I mentioned it and brought it up, she was okay with it. If I tried to hide it, she would have run a mile. I mean, fine, but then she shouldn't have acted so like stunned and shocked oh, it was a when you told her. An Oscar job. I, I felt I felt terrible for the next week. I felt absolutely awful because I hadn't told her in writing before our first date that I had kids. See, I think it's different for me. At 38, if I meet a guy now like who's on the second time around, I'm kind of going to accept that he's probably got kids. Mm-hmm. But I think it's different for women. He's got more women. baggage than Louise Vuitton. But, but it's more like the guy doesn't have the kids all the time. I think it's harder for a guy who meets a woman who's got kids because she's probably got them five or six days a week if plus if it's her weekend as well they probably live with her nine yeah. times out and of this, ten and this this is one of the problems that i've got with with single parenting is bullshit i have my kids half the time so i have them for one week on one week off and for a long time i had them a lot more than that and so i had my eldest most of the time i had my kids at the start of it i had them 100 percent of the time so i was basically a single mum with a penis <laughs> and now, a single mum with a penis, you know, that could be quite fun for the single mum, but it's not so so much fun if you're a single dad. Yeah. Um, and now that's changed. Now I've gotten half and half, but I'm still seen as the, you, you've got to be upfront about this very early on in a date because you've got to make sure they know this because it, it, it matters. Women don't want to date a guy who's hiding that sort of shit. Yeah. And I think that's why ultimately I felt so let down with the last guy that I dated because I was totally upfront with all of my like, hang-ups and baggage and I said look I had a really bad like emotionally um abusive relationship before this is how I was got treated I won't stand for it again like this is what's happened to me and he was he he played a blinder literally like holding my face going I can't believe yeah someone did that to you like you are so amazing I don't understand how you're still single I would never do that to you two weeks later he did that to me (laughs) that's what I felt so let down about because I was like I literally let my guard down with you. I, I, I felt like we vibed from day one. We had friends in common. And mm. I genuinely, I think it's the cruelest thing you can do to someone, like straight off the bat to be like, yeah. this is it. You're done. You're mine now. This is going to be amazing. Like, 
me and you forever, baby. And, and then in, in two weeks' time to be like, I only said those nice things because you said them first. Yeah, guys, this like, is so, this, this is something so you need to step up. Every man, every woman needs to, to make sure they're aware of the other person's feelings. And it sounds really easy, really trite to say, but we're not careful. We don't know the impacts of what we say on, on someone's emotions. Well, what's that quote that pops up every now and then on Instagram about everyone you meet is always fighting a battle? So yeah. be kind, always. It's so cheesy, but it's I so true. It. Like oh. You don't know what someone's baggage is. And if you're like ticking those, chances are I've gone for you because on some level, I see my shitty ex in you as well. Yeah. Like that's how like fucked up dating is. So if I've said to you, this is what's happened to me before, please don't do it to me. I'm not quite sure who's to blame there. Is it me or is it him? It's like, him. It's, He's been a cunt. I think it's, it's him. Yeah. I'm probably getting it banned from Twitter from saying the C word. <laughs> I don't say it as much as I've actually said it normally. I mean, but sometimes... sometimes they are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, overall, first dates are tricky. Yes, but like you said, read the room, let the lady lead. If and she suggests a coffee, have a coffee. Don't also, try and strong arm her into having like doing Jaeger shots. Yeah, but but don't don't put so much on it. For me, the biggest thing I realised was don't make it out as if it's a first date. It's a first meeting. I like that. Because first date makes it think this is something that's going to go on for a long, long time and this is the first of many and it puts pressure on it. Whereas the first meeting, it's very much, I'm seeing if you like me and if I like you. And if we do like each other, then actually we can go on to something more. We can start actually learning about each other. But if all you're doing is putting all the pressure on that first date, it's going to make both of you act weird. It's going to make both of you act in a way that I you're agree. not normally that person. Yeah. So just chill out and just enjoy it for what it is. It's not an only. It's not an, a first date. Make it feel like it's an it's an only date. And this is something I I, I thought of. It's it's not a, a first date because a first date implies you're going to see each other for a long time. An only date is I'm going to go out. I'm going to enjoy myself with someone I don't really know very much, and I'm going to see if I want to see them more. It's a bit like how the First World War was the just Greek called. War. The Great War, yeah. initially. There was no second uh, yet. Yeah, exactly. It was the Great War. But hopefully your date won't be a war zone. Although, you know, yeah. <laughs> like mine always are. If there's... If there's... Slapping bald people. <laughs> 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 Surprised we didn't get shot. Cool. Well, okay. First date. Email us about your first dates. Good ones, bad ones, ugly ones. Did you date a guy that slapped bald people on the head? <laughs> if so... women on the head as well you know you know some equal ops we don't discriminate um so yeah again guys the socials at swiped out girl on instagram and twitter or email me swiped out girl at swipedoutclub.com and i am a dating dad on twitter and all the socials and email datingdad at swipedoutclub.com and don't forget you can sign up to our patreon where you're going to get lots of free shit and you're also going to get a shout out if you give us just $5 a, a month, then you're going to get your name read out on this podcast. And seriously, there's not much more in the world that you could hope for that's better than having one of us say your name on the podcast. Say so, your name, say your name. She might even sing it, you know. <laughs> so give us, your, give us your fucking money. Give us your $5 a month and we'll give you more in return. So, yeah, thanks very much. And we will see you again in a week's time. And I'll see you when I'm back from with more dating tales everyone good luck in new york thanks all ciao Bye.